And we're back. Yay, team. Mooper Bowl Sunday. I'm having tacos. Soft shell tacos. Never cared for hard. That's why I never became a taco person because I just thought they always had hard shells, you know, on them. And I hate that where you take one bite and balls in your lap. And it drove me nuts. Because nobody properly told me how to eat a uh, hard uh, hard shell taco. Maybe that might be the problem. I don't know. There's a proper way? I don't know. There must be because people sure eat a lot of them. And I, they, do they all break up and then they wear the taco on their shirt? I don't get it. There's I gotta mean, be, it's so just why a glorified you, nacho. Why That's would what you, I think you, of it That is, is true. Yeah, yeah. And I love the soft shell tacos and enchiladas and stuff like that. Okay. Which team has played in four Super Bowls? But has never led at any point during the game. Uh, this is where we bow our head. Oh, this is the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how many Super Bowls they've been Four in. So Super I'm like, Bowls, uh, but never led at any point in yes, those games. Because we are just a special bunch of people. Yes, we are. We are a special bunch We're of people, so my friends. Special. We take little special buses to the games. We do. We ride the short bus. No. Yeah, you can only put three players in one of those buses. Exactly. <laughs> so we have many short buses that drive us to the stadium. There you go. What team has scored the most points in a Super Bowl? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, or Chicago Bears? Uh, the most point in a Super Bowl. Most points. Let's more, go more with points. the 49ers. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, ding, really? Ding. Yay. Yeah. That was a complete guess. Okay, you ready for this? San Francisco 49ers scored 55 points against wow. the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl. Now, I'm in Roman numerals, okay? What, I want to say it's 24. XXIV. Yes, that, be, that would be super, 24, because X, X is a 10, 10. That's okay. so 20, and then you always do the 1 before the V, okay. because okay. that's, yeah. So, so 24, 55 so 24. points wow. against the Denver Broncos, Interesting. the 49ers. Interesting. Ew, no wonder Casey's baby might is a, like the underdog here. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. I don't know. We just, we got to see. Maybe, maybe they've, uh, you know, maybe they've done something in the weeks to prepare for this. Yeah. Well, you know what, though, is that, um, yeah, you, you know, it's anybody's game. It ain't over till the fat lady sings, and I ain't singing. <laughs> no. I don't I don't know if there's an opera here either, so ain't nobody, ain't no fat lady singing. There you go. It'll kick off in well, about 25 minutes here, so. Yeah. Okay, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat? We have Jody, and Jody has a question about um, rotating food. All right. Good, good, good. Rotation is good. Hi, Jody. How you doing? Hi, wonderful. Thank you. Good, I good. I have a five-month-old uh, lab. All right. And um, so I haven't had her very long, so a lot of times when we're rotating the food, it's her first time. Okay. And when I'm looking at the measurements, the bag that she's on now says up to three cups mm-hmm. for her age and weight, and, the, and that's a puppy formula. Mm-hmm. And the next bag says um it says one and three fourths to three cups uh, is for an adult and so i should double that mm-hmm. um that's per day much- right not per feeding time correct okay but when i look at the calories per cup they're the same but the one brand is asking me to feed so much more <clears throat> Yeah, it just has to do with the qualities and what what it takes to make it up you got to look at the fat you know the protein the fat uh, are the two main, you know, points in there? Okay, so you got to look at the protein and the fat. 
And so that, then plus look at the ingredients. What is first, second, third, fourth, fifth, you know, down the line. Every dog food is made a little bit different. And if they're different companies, you know, about, you know even within a co- company, formulas are different. And so it'll take different calorie intake. Compared, you know, lamb is more fattening than chicken. Chicken is low, okay? So it'll take okay. less lamb food to feed and more chicken food to feed. You know, if you're going to go according to calories, I don't, myself, don't get into that. What I just do is remember every day or every Sunday when I get home from the, uh, the radio show, before I feed my dogs, I stand my dogs and I take my finger or my hand and then where the shoulder is, you know, where the, where the shoulders are along the front rib, I run my hand from the front rib down back to the waist. And with, I should be, without pushing, I should feel the casing of the ribs all right all the whole casing of the rib not gaps but casing (laughs) and and so then now if they feel a little fluffy then this week i'm gonna back down maybe let's look at ethel ethel's three pounds so i bumped down in ounces you know with with ethel and then gilligan's 10 pounds so i go i i go back you know like about an eighth of a cup uh type thing you know so so that's what i mean so you got to take and consider and every dog just like humans burn off calories different and so that's so look at these people that can eat everything and they're a stick okay and then you find me trying to trying not to eat as much so that I could get down to not want to be a stick but I could lose some so that's why like I say what you just got to do is you got to go court a feeling start and see on all on all dog foods and all cat foods the recommendation for your dog's weight okay is a recommendation all right, that's a starting point. But if they tell me to feed two cups a day, I start at a cup and a half a day. I always feed less at the beginning just for the fact that I don't want to have fat dogs. I don't want to overfeed my dogs. And especially okay. with winter here, we're not moving as much. And so then, you know, and by, by a puppy, you got a five-month-old puppy, they're growing. So that's going to, you know, the food is going to go into their growth also. But that's why you want to get used to the feel of your dog so that once a week you decide. Maybe it's every week after Katie's Canine Show, you're going to feel your dog. And if they feel fluffy, back them down. If they feel ribby, bump them up. So you go by the feel of your dog, especially with a puppy, because they grow so fast. You know, one week their butt grows so that if you look at them from the side, the butt is higher than the shoulders. Then all of a sudden they'll even up, and all of a sudden now the shoulders are higher than the butt. You know, they they they, they grow so much in a week, and then and then a, now it starts slowing down a little bit, but they're still growing quite a bit. So, so that's the and, best and, way. At what age? Are they not a puppy anymore and we can feed the adult maintenance? Six months. Oh, six months. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, on the, oh. and like I said, they don't even get me going on this one. Uh, the thing is, is that uh, people don't think anything of when it says the bag says cat and kitten formula. All right. They will feed that to their cat and to their kitten. All right. But in the dog world, many people, if it doesn't say puppy on there, then they, they're, oh, I'm going to hurt my dog. And so it's kind of, uh, you know, and if you read the line, the majority of dog foods out there is an all-life stage dog food. And even, even though it doesn't say puppy on it, okay, it says all-life stages, all right? So you can feed it any time. You can feed the other formulas if you want. But that, like I said, because it doesn't say puppy on the bag, 
Too many people are like, oh, I can't, I'll hurt my dog. Not if you're feeding a good quality, you know, like Nutrisaurus and the Pure Vita. You know, the you don't want something that's in the big box stores that they have low quality ingredients, you know, type thing. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so when you go with the better brands, then the thing is, is that look and, and read, uh, like go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and then read the ingredients and keep reading. And what you're going to notice is it says for all life stages, that includes puppies. All right. Okay, that's what I've been doing, and I was hoping I was doing it right. There you go. Yeah, because too many people, like, I'll call, they'll come to class, and the dog's a little over here, and they're looking a little chunky. And I'll ask him, I said, uh, what formula food are you feeding? Oh, puppy. I said, yeah, let's get that off. Because most uh, puppy food has a higher fat content to it, which is ironic because cats are, uh, puppies have a hard time digesting fat. But uh, so anyway, then that's the, what happens. It starts going into the ribs and the hips if they feed the puppy formula too long. Even though on the back it says feed for a year to two years. But like I said, if you understand nutrition and if you read the labels, you'll it, it all will be all right with the world. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. And then one other quick question. Sure. Um, as I've been rotating the dry food, you know, I've been doing the gradual yep. uh, rotation and then... Um, if she's had it before, you know, just switching. Does that work the same for raw? Because we're doing partially raw at every meal, too. Okay. What I would personally, I would save the raw in my, this is my mind, okay? I want the raw to just go in as raw as a dinner. And then the dry is just going to be dry at a dinner. But I don't feed my dry food dry. I soak it. I put put it in the bowl, put hot tap water on it. It floats really nice. Put it aside. Wait for it. Uh, to rehydrate. Now, non-grain-free takes a half hour. Grain-free takes an hour where all the water will be gone and the food will be soft. And then what I do is I, I mix it up, put my supplements in, and now I feed it to the dog. Because when you feed dry food dry, that's like eating a box of saltine crackers. And then the dog goes over and drinks a buttload of water and then all clashes into the stomach. And it's really hard for them to digest because now the rehydration ha- happens in the stomach. All right. Now, what you're doing is taking a step that's healthier for the dog, which I feel, okay, this is my mind, is that there's no scientific evidence, but I've seen dogs do better once you rehydrate it for them, especially a dog that is deep, long and deep chested. You uh, you can get a bloat. I don't know if you're familiar with bloat. That's where the stomach flips and your dog can die if you don't get them in in time. But anyway, oh, okay. and, and so what happens is that by rehydrating the food, the, the bloat, is a, you're lessening the chances unbelievable you're lessening the chances of that happening because you're rehydrating it so now the dog can extrude more of the nutrients because it's already been rehydrated for them all right and dogs that have gut problems like ibs and such really do well when they don't feed dry food dry you rehydrate it that they did because now their stomach doesn't have to work so hard to extrude the stuff out of it. And then plus dogs that snark their food. I mean, you put it down and you just, you, <laughs> your hand doesn't even get away from the bowl and it is gone. <laughs> that is not healthy for a dog to gulp, gulp that food because then that whole nugget is going into the tummy. All right. It doesn't, it hasn't been chewed. Has, dogs don't chew their food very seldom. There, there's some, but very seldom. They just inhale it, and then they go and drink that buttload of water that all mm-hmm. hits the stomach, all right? So that's why I rehydrate Like my Zelda that was 90 pounds, she was five miles of leg and five miles of body and five miles of chest. I never once gave her dry food dry. I always rehydrated it. And so then it slows them down, too. And then plus, even if they do gulp it, then it's not so, like, it's not going to expand in their stomach. It's already been expanded, all right? Okay. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that makes it a lot easier if I could do two meals that are dry and one that are raw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. No, or, that, you yep. know, rehydrated yep. raw. Yep. Dry. Yeah, because that, that's what I do is when I gave Zelda her dry, like she had like three, four evenings a week that it was that was just raw. Okay, so and so that's what I, so that's what you have to do is you got to set up your plan. But I think it's because the raw gets digested differently than you know the the dry food that's been rehydrated. It, they get digested differently, and it's the same thing with us eat, eating too. You know, you eat Italian spaghetti, the noodles get different than the meat, right? <laughs> but the whole thing is is that if you can make the system easier for the system, it's a better plan, I think. Okay. Okay. This is so helpful. Thank you so much. You bet. Forty Niners or AC. Uh, neither. All right. You're just going to wear red, right? <laughs> I'm just going to stay home and play with my puppy. Excellent. Know. Excellent. Have a good one. Thanks for the call. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Which starting quarterback has won a Super Bowl with two different teams? Which starting quarterback has won a Super Bowl with two different teams? Be back. Hello, hello. There we go. Thank you for listening and spending your Sunday afternoon, and hopefully you're having uh, uh, enjoying the uh, Super Bowl Sunday, whether you're a football person or not. Like I said, it's just be me and Will and a couple tacos. <laughs> uh, but everybody just gets excited. That's why it's the most watched thing on TV. You know what the other most watched thing is on TV? Uh, no. If the Super Bowl is the second most watched sporting event, what is the first most watched sporting event? Super Bowl. Okay, so um, uh, World Series. Nope. Uh, okay, uh, Masters. Uh, nope. I'm just soccer championship league finals. So like the soccer, World Cup, the championship. Yeah, league finals. What oh. it says. Okay. All right. That's the first most watched. The set the Super Bowl is second most watched. That's interesting. Event. I I wouldn't think that. We would watch know. soccer here. I, I think I, I think we're more baseball, football yeah, people. No, Hockey, maybe. <laughs> okay, which Stanley starting <laughs> which starting quarterback has won a Super Bowl with two different teams? Joe Nam Na- Thank you. Yeah. Joe Montana, Kurt Warner, or Peyton Manning? Two different teams. One uh, Super Bowl. Namath? Nope. Oh. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Really? Peyton Manning. What teams did he play for? He played for, hold on a sec. Peyton Manning. Manning won a Super Bowl uh, 20 XL1, whatever that is. What's the L? I think that's. I don't know what an L is. Boy, I'm bad. Well, I think that's 50. What? I don't know. So, uh, Super, uh, let's see. Manning won Super Bowl, Five, whatever, with the Indianapolis Colts. Oh. Then led the Denver Broncos to victory in Super Bowl 50. I forgot he played for the Colts. Okay. Whoops, my okay. bad. There we go. Okay, interesting so though. Yep. All right, there you go. Good job, good Manning. Good old Manning. Yep, one oh. of the Manning brothers. I wonder what he's doing on today since he's been in so many of them. He's probably watching it. Yeah, yeah he's critiquing <laughs> every move. Maybe he decided to play a game of ping pong or right. something. You know, being <laughs> Maybe that he's he did Being that he didn't have to go to this. Yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> so anyway, hey, you got a question? Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. And who's up to bat? All right, we're going to talk to Kayla, and Kayla has a question about a cat and how to get this newly adopted cat to warm up to her. Okay. Hey, Kayla, how you doing? Good. How about you? Good, good. How old is your cat now? Or what? You just just rescued it? Yes. Okay. So how long have you had it? Um, About four days. Four days. Okay. Now, you got to remember the saying, dogs have masters, cats have staff. All right. Okay. <laughs> so four days is a blip 
in the grand scheme okay. of things. So the <laughs> the best thing to do is just you know get some, find something like maybe a canned. The more you go after the cat, the more the cat's going to push away. All right. Okay. Okay. People, you know, you you've probably been there or seen it where somebody comes over to the house, hates cats, and they just try to ignore it, or they hate dogs, and and for some reason the dog or the cat is just attracted to that person. You know yeah. why? Because they are not going after that dog or cat. They're allowing the animals to investigate on their own, and so that's why it seems like you know that the cats and the dogs go to the people that don't like them the most, and that's why because they're. they're they're not going at them, all right? So the best thing okay. that you want to do is just be, you know, you know, feed them, give set feeding times, uh, and then maybe get some, like, uh, uh, cutlets. Uh, uh, I said earlier, Tiki Cat has what they call cutlet sardines, sardine cutlets, whatever, that stink really good. And then just kind of sit on the floor and just have it on a plate. And just when he comes up, don't you go to try to pet the cat. Just sit there okay. and watch him. All right. And then pretty soon the cat will start sniffing you and then be more interested in you. Because remember, cats don't take change well. Is it a male or a female? A female. Okay. And females are a little bit more independent. Most males warm up a little bit better, quicker than may, than the females do. All right? So you, what okay. you just got to do is just, hey, you know, get a feather and put it on a string. Uh, just it's, And try to, you know, initiate maybe the, the cat to go after something. Not for any length of time. If the cat just bats it and then stands up, stop. Don't. Okay. Keep going. And so then pretty soon, the cat, you know, first you've got to get used to your surroundings. You know, where am I? And now who the heck are you? And should I trust you? Yeah. And so it, it will come together. You'll be sitting on the on the couch and the cat might be on the other side of the couch. And all of a sudden you look and she's a little bit closer. And, and then she starts, if she starts, well, you can tell by her body that she's, when she's interested in you, then just give her like a little pet on the top of the head or on the back. Don't get into a marathon of petting yet. Just let okay. her warm up slowly and watch her take because your tail will tell you if she's happy or if she's gonna bite you <laughs> because she's she be, is because you've been trying to pet her over pet her and some cats if you over pet them they, they it overstimulates them and then they turn around and nail you okay and yep, it's not because yep, they're vicious <laughs> yeah and it's not to because they're vicious but some cat like I say so just don't be in a big hurry to pick her up hold her you're gonna have plenty of years for that all right okay. right now allow her to warm up to her surroundings and but give set feeding times do not leave food out all the time you know okay. a good grain-free canned food here and some raw and some freeze-dried would really be good all right okay. and then nutrisource has uh seven grain-free uh cat foods that have no chicken in them most cats are chickenized to death and start having a chicken allergy and so the okay. Nutrisource has got seven cans of great grain-free canned food with no chicken I in it. I do have Nutrisource dry food. Yep, that's good. But you want to try to get it on the canned. Um, okay. And the reason is is because uh, it's better for... Uh, you remember, cats came from the desert. They get their moisture from what they eat. And if you feed a cat dry food totally, what happens is that, especially a totally indoor cat, their coat goes to heck. It seems like they're shedding all the time. They start puking, yeah. you know, and that's because their pancreas, they can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter. So that's why just get in the habit of feeding a good grain-free canned food. And if you want to get now, you know, the Nutrisource or the Pure Vita, you know, grain-free, and just every once in a while give that, use that as a treat, that's great. And then Pure Vita, I use their uh, freeze-dried turkey, freeze-dried minnows for my cat's treats, all right? Okay. And then I use the dog freeze-dried venison 
And then the freeze, oh, cats now, they just came out with a tuna one too, freeze-dried tuna. And so that's why, like I said, that's what you want to do is do healthier choices. And then, and like I said, if the cat is a little bit hungry, then she's going to start looking to you for more. But if you leave food out uh, where she can feed herself, what does she need you for? You want right, her right. to look to you for, you know, the good things, all right? And just okay. b- just baby step it and it will come together. My guess okay. it'll take uh, in about two weeks, you're going to see a different cat. Uh, but just don't don't push it. You push it, you're gonna get nailed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a great evening. Bye bye. You too. Thank you. Yeah. Now, if you push it, boy, don't don't push it. Uh, and too many people are like, oh, please, you got a new home. Let me hug you, kiss you, blah blah blah. blah. And the cat's like, and who are you? Now remember, dogs have masters, cats have staff. Always remember that. <laughs> All right, Carly, where are we at? Well, uh, oh, we can. I mean, we have a couple minutes. Yeah, head for the phone. Okay, sounds good. So we're going to talk to Julie. Julie has a dog that is just chewing, chewing, chewing. Chewing, 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 chewing. Yeah. Hi, Julie. How you doing? Well, I am doing fine. I have a miniature uh, Australian Shepherd. She's extremely smart. She's the fastest thing I've ever seen <laughs> as far as running. And she likes, she runs, 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 and then she jumps up in the air like a rabbit. All right. <laughs> so How old is she? Um, she's seven months old. Oh, seven months old. I had her spaded at six months. All right. It's been uh, almost two, three weeks now All right. since she okay. was spaded. Okay. And, but she's, she used to take her salt, you know, the soft toys, and she'd just gnaw on them and play with them, and she thought they were great, but now she's tearing them apart. Right. And then I bought her, uh, a, a bone, like a puppy nylon bone and she chewed that literally up in a half hour. I had to take it away from her. I didn't even realize she could chew that up like that. <laughs> so now I switched to the nylon hard bones, mm-hmm. but she's chewed the ends up so fast, and they're so sharp, I don't know if that's good for her to have that. Well, first of all, if you read the labels on those, you're talking about Nylar, correct? Yeah. N-Y-L-A-R? Okay, yeah. Have you read the package of them? You know what it says on it? says do not digest yeah that's all it is is plastic yeah. and so when the dogs chew and start and keep uh, swallowing fragments of those that is not healthy for them they're chewing plastic it's like you drinking a bottle of pepsi that is out of the plastic bottle and when you get done you, you eat the bottle <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah she used to like to eat i would have a plastic bottle inside a sock and she'd play with that but now she's gotten so she could tear through the sock, so that went away. Right. No plastic bottles anymore. But she, and she's not, the first bone she did chew on, and I almost felt like it was almost like a food-type type bone. Mm-hmm. But I thought it would last longer. But now this other one is definitely the plastic. Yep. And she's not getting pieces off of it, but it's this teeth-sharp indentation from right. her teeth. Right. Okay, but okay. The thing is, you got a very smart dog with a lot of energy. All right, yeah. and if you don't use use her mind, give her job, aka teaching tricks, using yeah, brain teasers, working with that. stuff like that, to so that she's calmer. She, you won't be able to find anything short of a block of cement. Okay, uh-huh. for that do- for <laughs> yeah. that dog to to eat, and so that's why it's really important that uh, well, we got to run to break here. Can you hold on so when we come back, sure. we can discuss this further? All right, which teams? Let's see. Which quarterback holds the record for the most passing yards in a Super Bowl game? We'll be back. All right. Appreciate you sharing your Sunday Super Bowl Sunday with me. Hopefully you're, the game's about ready to start. Uh, and we only got a half hour left here. And then you can turn up the volume and have a party.
All right, which quarterback holds the record for the most passing yards in a Super Bowl game? Kurt Warner, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, or Tom Brady? Um, Terry Bradshaw. No, oh. it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That makes more sense. There you go. I just uh, like Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. He's kind of funny. No, he. Oh, he's a riot. Yeah. He's Have you ever seen that? He was. He did a show. I don't think it's on anymore. But it was with like Henry Winkler. Um, oh yeah. No. I, yeah. 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 I saw that. that and like, I, I don't remember the name of it. Busted a yeah, gut every time. I know. Every time. Got a good sense of humor. Yeah. Okay, Tom Brady. Holds a record for the most passing yards in a single Super Bowl game, throwing 466 yards for the New England Patriots against the Falcons in Super Bowl. What's L.I.? I think that's 51. Okay, I don't know. Is, let, me, let me double check. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever L.I. is. So, Because this is 54, Super Bowl 54, this one year. Uh, the L means 50. Oh, it does? Okay, yeah. so it's 51. Okay, so the 51. New England Patriots against the Falcons. Okay, 466 yards. Hopefully you're taking this trivia and you're rad, razzly dazzling. You're writing it you're, down. Yeah, you're razzle dazzling. You're, yeah. You're, uh, uh, you're, uh, whether anybody in the household or even if you're just not having a party or maybe, yeah. If you tell the cat, the cat could care less. <laughs> yeah. The cat will just roll its eyes and go, really, really, give me a break. All right. Let's go back to Julie. She's got a seven-month-old mini Australian shepherd that high energy that likes the two. Okay, and yeah. I get that asked a lot. Well, what can my dogs chew? Well, what happens is that if by trying to find the right thing to chew, boy, it's chew, chew. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what happens is that, number one, uh, dogs do not need to chew 24-7, all right? Because then it creates like a smoking habit. They don't know how to just calm themselves down and just hang out. And that's one thing that you want to teach this pupper is how okay. to just, just zero out good. and not do anything. Just chill out. Now, I use raw butcher bones, either the joint or the knuckle bones. You know, that's mm-hmm. a good shoot thing, and it's good for them. Okay. All right? So, the, But I put it my, they put them in their kennels so that my, the mess is not over the house. And uh-huh. then if you've, they've never had a raw butcher bone, then what you do is let them have it for about 15 minutes to 20 minutes. Take it out, rinse it off, put it in a baggie, put it in the fridge. Uh, okay. Then the next day, take it out, give them a, and then that time you uh, just pitch it. Don't let it roll through the house and turn yeah. into a dinosaur bone. All right, mm-hmm. okay. And then the other thing that you're going to do with this dog is you're going to get that uh, book, Brain Teasers for Dogs, by Sonderman, S O N D E R M A N N, Brain Teasers for Dogs, mm-hmm. and it's about the stuff that you can use in your house. Okay. And so, because there's different levels to these brain teasers, where once they get the gist of it, then you can amp it up and mainly make that dog think. Okay. Yeah. Be- well, I know she's smart because she figured out that the clothes that go down the clothes shoot at one end of the house, and then she runs downstairs into the laundry room and brings it back up. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. hilarious. What was going on with this? This pair of socks. Oh <laughs> my goodness, that is just hilarious! Yeah. Wowzer, that's a smart dog. <laughs> oh yeah. So you want to take, yeah, you want to take that smartness and cleverness and use it to your advantage. Because yeah. the more mentally no, she she's is very smart. I used to have a full sized Australian Shepherd. They're a wonderful mm-hmm. dog. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And so, you do have to keep them busy. Yes, and so that's why uh, 
Uh, I would pull the the nylar because, like I said, that's just like chewing on plastic. Yeah. Okay. okay. Then also, um, because she got, she's into this chewing mode, her her teeth are doing a lot of moving right now. You know, the, mm-hmm. the milk, milk teeth are basically almost gone, and the new ones are coming in. Uh-huh. And so that she's really in the height of, of needing to chew. So you could try ice cubes. You could take like old pant legs of jeans, uh-huh. uh, twist them, knot them, soak them in water, put it in a deep freeze. And when she oh. seems like she's abnormally mouthy because her gums hurt, okay, mm-hmm. give her one of those okay. frozen things just to gnaw on it, not pull it apart, but watch uh-huh. so that if it starts, she starts like you know it's. Th- and so she's pulling out, then it, go, it goes away, it goes back into the deep freeze. Uh, mm-hmm. Take uh, You could take a Kong toy, maybe put some yogurt in there and freeze that. You know, cold things is what's going to help her gums feel better, so it's not going to seem like she's so, you know, messy, uh-huh. you know, into that chewing thing. It's more for the comfort of her gums, like what okay. a baby does. You know, what, you give, we give them cold things to chew on, right, when the okay. babies are teething, and that's what we have to do. And some dogs are different than others. Some go through the chewing, you know, the the, the teeth in and out easier and some don't <laughs> so mm-hmm. okay. so you just gotta but you gotta think better things and don't do the antlers that's like chewing on a block no. of cement because there's no, no give to I it good 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 <clears throat> and now the toys that she uh, uh uh chewed up now did she like pull the squeakers out and then was left the toy away alone or did she just demolish the whole toy she just pulls the stuffing out of it, and then I take it away, and then I mend it and give it back. And she's not; she likes the squeakers, but she's not trying to get them out. She just like pulls on on the ears or something oh, okay. that she can get a hold of, yep. but not the squeaker. Yeah. So right now, until she gets over this phase, just don't give her toys that can be pulled apart easily. All right. Yeah. So then you don't get her into that mode of just toy destroying. All right. Right. So yeah. that's why you just think of. Uh, have you ever heard? Of, it's called Star S T A R Mark M A R K. They have some really literally almost indestructible toys. Uh, oh. So look into Star Mark Toys for Dogs. Okay. All right, and look into that because they've got a whole, they got between balls, they, they got a whole bunch of stuff to, to work on. And yeah, so she well, could, she like, likes her balls, and I bring, you know, I'd hate to bring them outside because I think she'll lose them. Oh, but yeah, I don't, gave it to her one yesterday, and she, she left it out there, and then the next time she came in, she brought it back, and she put it on the step by oh. the door. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, no, one, other, one exercise that you want to practice with her is just, she just has a regular collar on, okay, just take mm-hmm. a nylon on leash hook Mm -hmm. it on and then let's say you're watching tv talking on the phone uh doing your emails talking to katie canine what you're going to do is sit on the bulk of the leash and so what that means is that if she lays down that the leash that's hooked to her it stays loose but you don't want too much leash where she can wrap you up now Uh ignore her don't look at her don't touch her don't do anything sit back in your chair cross your arms now she tries to come up into your face or put her paws on you Mm -hmm. turn your head to the side because the side profile is a calming signal. Okay, and then with your arms that are crossed in front of you, lean forward and bump her at the exact same time. Go, ah! Yeah, okay. she but, loves to climb up on the back of the couch and but, but see <laughs> what, sit, on, sit on my head to look out the window. Oh, God, damn, any <laughs> Christmas. But so what, this is called the invisible dog. By sitting on the leash and ignoring the dog, it's okay. teaching the dog how to calm themselves down. Because when you're sitting on the leash, you don't own a dog. So you can't talk to them, touch them, do anything. That's why it's called the invisible dog. And so what you're just going to do is totally ignore her. So you teach her that she doesn't have to be in perpetual motion. She can chill out. 
And you can also do this when people come over, sit on the leash until, because it's usually the first 15 minutes to a half hour and somebody comes over, the dog is, is uh, uh, does nuts. So mm-hmm. you're going to control it before you open that door. She's on a leash and they're going to be walking past you, not into you. If you have to stand on the leash so that when she stands straight, uh, her head is dipped a little bit. Don't pin it to the ground. But now mm-hmm. if she tries to jump forward to your, your company, she corrects herself. And then the last person comes in, you shut the door, walk behind the people, then pull your chair out but you, so you can be a part of the situation and the conversation. Sit on the leash and ignore the dog. Don't look at her, don't touch her, don't do anything. I tell everybody, do this at least three times a day. You got a minute, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got five minutes, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. So what it does is it helps them just calm themselves down. Don't feed the energy. Don't think that you've got a runner and runner and runner and runner and runner. Because then you could call, call, get a dog obsessive compulsive disorder as far as with balls or whatever type. You want her to learn sometimes she, you throw the ball once and you're done. Twice, okay. done. So so that she, she doesn't get a, a disorder as far as being the wah factor. That you just is like, oh my God, what am I going to do with all this energy? Well, you taught it to her. Don't use it that way. Use that energy towards constructive as far yeah. as using her brain. And like I say, that Brain Teasers book and then the best, the big book of tricks for the best dog ever, those are both excellent books. And then obviously obedience, get her into obedience classes, use that brain. So that I took her to an obedience class and the teacher said I was too old for a dog like this. What? <laughs> How dare that trainer says that? That's not even, yeah. not yeah. even. No, she it was, it was not a good class and oh. it was all different sizes and she let them run free which was fine you know like the last 10 minutes of the class and there was my little dog and a great dane and my dog the great dane could not catch her <laughs> <laughs> no matter how they ran she just She's fast. Circles around everything that was there. That's but. goofy. That is. But you know, yeah. that, like I said, the, but yeah, we got it. The, the obedience and you know, nose work that really drains. It obviously, you know, she's got the herding instinct. Uh-huh. There's a gal up in. If you Google herding dogs in Scandia. Uh, there's a gal, I can't remember her name. Uh, she still has herding classes where she'll teach, you know, see what natural abilities your dog has. Mm-hmm. And then you could take classes with, and they herd sheep and ducks and things like that. So you can use her energy towards constructive things. All right. Mm-hmm. And then stuff that she's natural, it's natural for her. All right. Yeah. But well, that's, I that, don't have anything she can herd. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's just something like a day. What you do is you go out and watch your dog work. That's what it's about. It's not something you have to do every day. There's many yeah. people might just take their dog once a month to this uh-huh. gal where just to see what the natural abilities are and give the dog a chance to do it. You know, it's not like you're going to get into herding competitions. So you got to polish right. the dog. It's right. just something for the dog to do is what it is. Well, my sister's got an agility course set up. Oh, it nice. used to be her horse fast. Oh, <laughs> okay. But this time of the year, I don't really oh, no. feel like going out oh, there. Oh, you don't want to. You don't want to take a chance of the dog slipping and hurting themselves either. Yeah, that's why you got to play true. the mind games. Get that brain teaser book and then mm-hmm. the big book of tricks for the best dog ever. All right? Okay. Well, okay. Thank you. Good luck. Have a good yeah. one. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, everybody wants to just try to, you know, uh, diffuse by... Running and running and running and running those busy dogs. Folks, that's not the answer. It's called input, 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 input. 
sit on a leash, do that invisible dog. And so to teach a dog how to chill out, how to just be calm. And like when somebody comes over to the house, you've got control of the situation. That the dog just doesn't like, hey, you're here to see me. You know, I just, as much as I love dogs, when I go to somebody's house and then they don't have control of the dog, I just look at them like, really? Really? You can't get your dog under control? It's really easy. Put a leash on, step on the leash. Uh, you know, it depends on how tall the dog is. But well, so like I said, I told her is that when the dog stands that the head dips just a little bit, don't pin them to the ground. Now, if they sit, the collar goes le- loose or if they go down, the collar goes loose. But if they try to jump forward at your company or anybody, let's say you're out on a walk, the dog, re- no, oh, that's my neighbor. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. And he starts jumping and jumping and jumping. Just stand on the leash. That's the main name of the game, folks. All right, what time is it? That time? Trivia. Oh, trivia. Yeah. Okay, let's go about the average cost of a 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about that from the very first Super Bowl to today's Super Bowl. What do you think the average cost for a 30-second commercial? Be back. All righty then. Winding it down. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl commercials. Obviously, my favorite all-time favorites are... The Clydesdales. Budweiser sure knows how to put it together. I don't know if you've seen the one that where they have the Clydesdale going through the streets and then they get an overlook to, to New York City. They yes. only aired it once for 9-11. Yes. That was it. And I, as I talk about it, I got the chills about it. I did too. Yeah, and so the thing is... You're pulling on my heartstrings, yeah. Katie. And so that is my all-time favorite. It's just short, simple. It doesn't have the cute story, like, you know, like the one with the dog yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's a, so very powerful is what it is. And so, yeah, I imagine you can go to YouTube or whatever and, and you know, they got to list all the Bud, Budweiser team, yeah. you know, uh, uh, commercials. And yeah. So I love watching them. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't post them. Usually this time of year, I, this week, I usually po- grab them and post them on my uh, Facebook. One Remember? of my favorites of, from this year involves... Um, that lab? No, no, it's not. It's not a Budweiser one. It's for one of the cars, and they're all in, like, New Jersey or something, and they have, like, the accent, and they're like, he parked the car in the harbor. <laughs> it, like, it's so funny. Like, parked the car. Did you park the car here? Parked it. Did you park it here? Parked it. You know, it's hilarious. It's with um John Krasinski. I think that's okay. how you say his last name. Um, anyway, he, he hilarious. Hilarious. I know they showed like a preview of the the show, the the ads that were going, but I didn't have some a chance of them. To watch it. Yeah, some I of didn't. them because on Wednesday, so I just watched it because we DVR'd it. But okay. I just watched it and I. You didn't get a whole lot of what was happening today. You okay. got like oh, okay. the the like classic commercials, oh, all right, all right? But you didn't get like the new ones because like okay. they showed the goat with the Doritos and like you know you they showed that one, which yeah. is always a That's classic funny. one too. Yeah, but it yeah, it is no. So yeah, the average cost for the okay, I'm gonna have you guess the average cost of a 30 second commercial for a 30 second commercial for the very first Super Bowl, which would be 54 years ago, right? For 30 seconds, what do you think it was? Um, uh, thirty thousand. Close. Seven, really? Thirty-seven hundred five. Thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Oh, in Super Bowl one for a yeah. thirty second yeah. commercial. 37,500. Okay. And then now Super Bowl in Super Bowl 2000. Okay. Ready? 
2.2 million. Oh, goodness. In Super Bowl 2000. For 30 seconds? 30 oh. seconds. Well, okay. And if then I read in good 2015, commercial. for a 30 second commercial, 4.5 million. Oh, my goodness. In 2015. All right. Okay. So okay. that's five years ago. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now, 2020, 30 yeah. second commercial. What do you think it is? So you said it was 4.5 million in 15, 15 right? 2015. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, it's, it's, it's got to be like six, 6.2 million or something. It's pretty close. 5 million to 5.6 million. Oh. This year, 2020, I mean, yeah. for a 30 second commercial. Yikes. 30 I mean, seconds. That is the blink of an eye. Do you want to spend... tell a story in I know, 30 right? seconds. Yes. My my suggestion is that they, they donate it to the bank of Carly. Yeah. And I can talk to them for 30 seconds for that amount of money. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean, I'm pretty oh, good at that. I just can't say. 5 I can million them- to 5.6 million for a 30 second commercial. And 37,500 was the cost of the very first Super Bowl. And they have seconds. to pay that if they're... They to pay that every time their commercial every, plays 30 seconds yep that, every that, time i just that's I, that's I amazing yeah i don't understand seriously now last give year, it to me you yeah, guys yeah. i could just make it make it worth your while like the good they could do with that if they found the right organizations to organization carly carly.org there you go but yeah, that, that, that I'm I'm sorry, but that's just a shame. And I understand I know, the viewers. It is, yeah. You know, like 115, you know, million people. You know, why? But where does I, it go? I get that. I don't. But you know, does it does it go I, to I, the I, broadcasting? Well, or? I don't know. Or does it go to the NFL? Because you don't have yeah. to advertise a Super Bowl is coming. That in right? Everybody knows. Years, everybody yeah. knows it's coming. Yeah. The only they thing is, is to hire Sunday. whoever's you know halftime. Oh, somebody told me. I think I heard it on Lauren Julie. The halftime. They don't get paid for doing the halftime show. They what? don't get paid. Yes, I, I'm almost positive I heard that on whether Gloria and Julia's show. I'm almost positive. Oh, may, who knows? Maybe that doesn't Jason's seem show. right. Because yeah. there's a lot of production going into that. But, so that means. But remember, okay, that the advertising that singer is getting, they're charging five point five million for a thirty second slot. But what about so, their what about their production team? Yep. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't ask me. Maybe the production just, team gets paid by them, but just, they just don't get paid. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but that'd know. be a good question. Jason, Alexis, you know, get on that or figure Lauren it Julia, out. Call someone. Don and Steve or uh, Bradley and we need you to work your magic. Yeah. <laughs> Find this out. Call the people. So, call yeah. your people. But, have yeah. your people call my people. There we go. But yeah, I just I can't get over that though. But that to be that's I'm sorry. a lot. But and I, who it's Shak- is it Shakira and Jennifer Lopez? Yes, I think. Like I, think I know it's J Lo. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember if it's Shakira though. Too. I guess they're betting on what, about- what she's gonna wear and if her booty will show. I don't know. <laughs> so they, they bet on everything in Vegas. Of course they do. It is what it is. They bet if Demi Lovato is gonna have to restart. Yeah. You know, yeah. like she did at the Grammys. So oh, yeah, yeah, but she did a good job at the Grammys. So, huh. oh. hands down. Yes. Okay. In what stadium was the first Super Bowl played? Orange Bowl, Tulane Stadium, Rose Bowl, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. In what the, stadium? Very first Super Bowl. Uh, I want to say the Rose Bowl. Okay. Orange Bowl, Tulane, T-U-L-A-N-E Stadium, Rose Bowl, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. It is Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. That actually would probably make more sense. Super Bowl was played, correct? Who holds the record for the most career rushing yards in the Super Bowl games? Timmy Smith, T. 
Terrell Davis, Franco Harris, Thurman Thomas. Boy, say that. Thurman Thomas. I had a dog named Thurman once. Anyway. Uh, uh, I want to go with the second one. Did you say Daryl? Terrell. Terrell. Terrell yeah. Davis. Yeah. Timmy Smith, Terrell Davis, Fra- Franco. Terrell. Franco Harris. Uh, no, it was Franco Harris. Oh, okay. Okay, let's see what we got. 17. I don't I don't know any of these people. Okay. I'm sure people are screaming at the radios if they're listening. It was okay, so Okay, Franco Harris rushed for a total of 354 yards in four Super Bowl games. In four Super Bowl games. Oh, okay. So it's okay. not like in one game. No. All right. Course, uh, yep. It's in total. Okay, there you go. Okay, so hopefully Funny. you guys listened and, and heard uh, that uh, uh, sitting on the leash and ignoring your dog, you can do that right now with the Super Bowl. Teach him to calm down. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. Uh, that that's, that's huge. And then people that, that throw Frisbees for dogs, please do me a favor. Use the soft Frisbees. Do not use the plastic ones. If your dog catches a run, that's going to cut his lip, hurt his teeth, and just not good. <laughs> so if you're going to use a Frisbee for a dog to throw, use the soft ones, all right? And once again, my little high horse on dilated cardiomyopathy. You know, a lot of the vets are still telling people don't feed any grain freeze. Folks, the DNA, the DNA, the FDA finally did write a retraction that they, they shot that off and they were totally wrong, that there is no scientific evidence that D, you know, dilated cardiomyopathy is caused by grain free foods. All right. And the vets are still saying, oh, don't do that. Do that. They don't know their nutrition. You've got to do your homework. And once again, one of the best articles is by Hemopet, H-E-M-O-P-E-T dot org. Hemopet.org. That's by Dr. Gene Dodds, D-O-D-D-S. Then also uh, Whole Dog Journal did a pretty good article. And then Dogs Naturally Magazine did a pretty good article. But the Dr. Dodds did a really good one. Really look into that one. Okay, and that's at Hemo, H-E-M-O, Pets, P-E-T-S dot org. So the, the dilated cardiomyopathy, which, you know, you please... Uh, if you rotate your bags of food, one, two not grain free, maybe one grain free or two grain free and one grain, you know, as long as you rotate, there should be no problems. And then wait till research, uh, Nutrisource is funding research down at, I think it's Missouri State University uh, for what, what the FDA brought up. And so that's why, like I say, don't hit the panic button. Everybody hit the panic button, but us set feed rotate diets. We don't, it's like, hey. No big deal. Don't worry. There's no, there's no substantial uh, research or anything that proves this. So that's why, you folks, it's just, it's, it's. I don't get it when people, people are so quick to believe the negative without founding a foundation of any regular, uh, real research. So before you do that, you got you make sure you look at all the odds and resets and such and such like that, and go from there. So cardio dilated cardiomyopathy. Okay, it's not caused by that we did. There's no scientific research. As long as you re, you know, rotate, maybe put some freeze-dried in there, some raw, whatever. You know, just rotate your dog and cat's diet and all be well with the world. Okay, go KC and you're going to 489ers. And so hopefully that uh, there's a lot of sea of red to be watching. I can't wait to get home to see all the red on TV. Thank you for listening. And remember, uh, check out my GoNaturalPetExpo.com. GoNaturalPetExpo.com. I need volunteers and I need vendors and I need you to come. That's May 16th. We'll see you then. Have a great one. Don't hide your dogs. Train them.